My name is Cassie, and you are listening to the Happy Hearts Project podcast. I am a life and relationship coach and a master's level clinician in clinical mental health. And I believe that we heal in relationship. And that is why I founded the Happy Hearts Project, where we create happy hearts through relationship wellness. And as a life and relationship coach, I help women feel less anxious in their relationships. And today, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about the act of surrendering, (laughs) surrendering and just being present to attract the thing that you want. I almost forgot. I need to do my shout outs for the reviews that the podcast has gotten so far. So, so far I have this review from Amy. She says, everyone needs to listen. Cassie is very knowledgeable on so many different topics when it comes to a person's well-being. I've watched her for years on IG, very intrigued and soaking in all the information she gives. It's challenged the way I approach relationships in the best way. Thank you, Amy. So that's my first five-star review here on Apple Podcasts. And then I have a second one from Rachel H. who says the episode on boundaries um, is fantastic. I had several aha moments while listening and found it very valuable. So thank you both so much. I love this feedback. When you leave a review, it helps get this information in front of more listeners. It helps get the podcast up towards the top when people are looking for resources to help have better relationships and to focus on their well-being and their healing journey. So thank you so much. Please leave a review here um, and I will shout you out on the next podcast. So far, I'm waiting for reviews also on Spotify and Amazon Music. So if you listen there, I appreciate a five-star review there. So Amy and Rachel, all of my love, I appreciate you both so much. Your support means the world, and I'm so glad that you are along on this journey with me. And today, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about the act of surrendering, (laughs) surrendering and just being present to attract the thing that you want. And it's been a little bit of a journey for me. I have been on this kind of like awakening journey, I would say since summer of 2018. That is when I decided that I needed to be really present in what was going on in my life. I had a friend tell me, that I needed to really sit in the feelings of the environment that I was living in. I was living in a very chaotic, very abusive relationship and home life um, that I was somehow just tolerating. And it was through just being an autopilot and avoiding and numbing out on all kinds of um activities and responsibilities. And at the time, what I felt like were like major obligations. And once I was able to turn that off and really sit with the emotion and to take really full accountability for how I was creating the experience that I was in, that's when things really started to change in my life. 
I began to realize more of my value and my worth and um, started to make a lot better decisions for myself. And that has gotten to me, gotten me where I am now, which is essentially I am in a brand new loving and supportive relationship. I have moved across the country. I am a business owner and I am following my dreams, doing work that I couldn't have imagined was possible for me five years ago. And I have created an insane sense of community. Um, And while I feel really genuinely happy, content, purposeful and aligned, I still get the urge (laughs) to control things. I get a really deep-seated feeling and belief that overcompensating, overdoing, creating a need for myself to fill is how I can let others see like my own value and to feel chosen and accepted. And it's like a constant lesson that I'm learning for myself over and over again. And so recently what this has looked like is like an over-functioning in my business and, and like an obsession with the work I do, which I think can be good and bad. Like there's a lot of 50 and 50, 50 to everything. Like I love that my work lights me up. I love that I find it to be really empowering and meaningful. I love the people that it has brought into my life. It doesn't feel like work. Like I will get inspired at seven o'clock on Sunday and I don't begrudgingly like go to work. I feel like I have to put it all out right now because it's lighting me up. It's something that's generating so deeply from inside of me that I have to put it out into the world, right? Like that's a good feeling. But I've been recognizing more and more how I have been putting out, putting out, putting out, putting out and doing so much action that I'm forgetting to tap into myself. I'm forgetting to just be, I'm forgetting to just attract and allow the things that I want to create for myself to come for me. And this message has been clearly stated to me. repeatedly in like the last few weeks, I've had a lot of moments of synchronicity where I know that I'm on the right path. I know that I am making the right choices as far as where I'm going with my business and my life. Like all of that feels really aligned, but I've been getting these messages to just like slow down and just be, and to take care of myself. And so I've decided that this week is all about feeling good. It's all about feeling good. And what I mean by that doesn't mean that I just get to do whatever I want and overindulge. What I mean is that I am prioritizing this sense of like, I am worthy to feel the way that I want to feel now, whether or not I'm receiving the things that I'm working for. I get to feel 
whatever it is, whatever the emotion is. And so I wanted to talk about some of the things that I have done just in the last few days um, to really center in on like what it is to feel good. And I want to give an example from a conversation I had at the end of last week um, about ways that we fail to like make ourselves feel good and to raise our vibrations and to be present and available to attract what it is that we want. So I have a client slash friend who is just going through a lot of chaos and, um, she also identifies as like (laughs) over-functioning in her work. And she called me that morning, just super overwhelmed. We're processing a bunch of feelings that she has going on. And like I said, she's my friend. So, um, it was appropriate conversation to have with my friend at the time. Um, and she says to me, I called in to work this morning. Um, but I need to go in this afternoon, even though like, it's the last thing that it feels like I want to do. And we dug in a little bit into the, like, what are the beliefs that are creating the need for you to go into work right now? And it really got down to the fact that she doesn't feel worthy. If she doesn't go to work, she's not going to feel worthy. And so I reminded her that she was making decisions from that place and not from a place of like love and acceptance. And she said, oh my gosh, you're right. Like I need to stay home. I need to rest. I need to prepare for a couple of things that I want to feel really ready for that are happening in the next couple of days. You're right. I'm going to call off work and I'm going to take time for myself. And I think it's so easy for us when we're in that over-functioning autopilot mode and we don't create space for us to feel the emotions that we're feeling. Um, we start reacting. We start reacting to those feelings of unworthiness of disbelief in, in what's possible for us, we start reacting to those through over-functioning. And so today, well, yesterday, um, I decided was like the first day of prioritizing feeling good. And I had a few moments of clarity that I want to share with you from yesterday. So Yesterday I was in the kitchen and I struggle with the dishes. I feel like there are always dishes to do. I hate the dishes. I hate doing the dishes. It's even led to the point where like, I don't want to cook or meal prep (laughs) because I know I have to clean the kitchen afterwards. And yesterday morning I was standing in my kitchen. Like I had this sensation of like frustration in my body where I was like, oh my gosh, these dishes are really bothering me. And then I thought, you know, Cassie, they wouldn't bother you if you, if you clean them, (laughs) if you just clean the kitchen right now, you would actually feel really good. When I think I have that initial thought of like, oh my God, I hate the dishes. I want to avoid that's when the dishes just get worse. And I resent them even more, but I was like, what if I do the dishes from the place of like, it's going to feel really good to see a beautifully clean kitchen. Right. So that was 
like experience number one of my day of prioritizing feeling good because I didn't set out thinking, oh, I'm going to clean today because it's going to make me feel better. I was like, I'm going to do whatever it is that I know is going to raise my vibration and help me just feel just more peace and more joy, um, more like contentment and purpose than myself. And so I did the dishes and then I thought, you know what? I want to put on clothes that make me feel good. I want to put on clothes that make me feel like the person that I see myself as, even though it's Sunday and we're not really doing much. We were going to go see a movie at the mall uh, and kind of hang out around town, which usually I would just like throw on some tights and a sweatshirt. And that's totally fine. But I realized that when I dress that way, I don't really feel good about myself. I feel not very put together. I don't feel great. Right. And I was like, no, I want to feel good. And so I put on these brand new pants that I just got at Target. And I actually want to tell you about these pants too. (laughs) I decided, um, a few weeks ago that I needed to like level up my fall wardrobe. I live in a new climate now and the clothing that I used to wear this time of year just doesn't work with where I live now. And so I bought myself a couple of really cute um, jackets from this really fun consignment shop. And I thought to myself like, okay, like now I need to figure out what I want to wear with these jackets. And some of my pants had really worn out. I had to throw away a pair of my pants earlier. So I like envisioned that I really wanted these like white, like cream corduroy, like uh, flare bottom pants. And I've been thinking about them and I thought, I'm just going to keep an eye out for these pants, right? Then I go to Target yesterday and I see that they have some like flared denim. And I'm like, do I want flared denim? I really wanted like a cream pant. And then I find corduroy pants and I'm like, oh, this is closer to what I've been thinking about. But, you know, I'm looking for my size. They don't really have the color that I was looking for. And and I didn't settle. I wasn't like, I'm just going to buy these pants instead. I was just like, okay, like these aren't what I decided earlier that I want, but I'm going to be open to like what else is available to me. And I swear I manifested these pants. (laughs) I walked around to the other side of the clothing display and the Target where I shop out shop at is notoriously like disorganized poorly stocked, no offense target. I think it's the location. They just get overwhelmed. And there they were. They were my cream corduroy pants in my size for $30. And I was like, okay, these pants are coming home with me. So yesterday I decided I wanted to wear them. Like it's this look that I have been working on for the last few weeks. Um, and I knew which like jean jacket I wanted to wear. And I put on this outfit and I was like, yeah, this feels the way that I want to feel. This feels good. And throughout the day, I would rub my hands on my pants and the corduroy is so soft. They're just like the, what is that brand thread something from Target? They're just like that really generic brand, Target brand, but they are so soft and I felt so cute and put together. They paired really well with these, um, Nike joggers that I have pants or not listen to me shoes. They're shoes. They're, I don't know much about shoes, but they're like sneakers and they're suede. 
and I love them and they paired so well with this outfit. And I was like, yes, this feels good. I feel the way I want to feel. I'm at the mall, <laughs> you know, like 13 year old Cassie is just living her best life because she feels good. She's out walking around. She sees a movie. Um, and then I'm thinking to myself, like, what else do I want? That's going to make me feel good. And I know like when I think in reverse of the things that make me feel bad, a lot of times it's when I skip my skincare routine or when I stay up and watch too much handmaid's tale before bed. And so I was kind of anticipating like, well, what are the things that make me feel bad? Cause, cause I don't want to feel bad anymore. I'm deciding not to feel bad and I'm deciding to feel good instead. So I know I'm going to feel my best. I do my skincare routine, which means I have to get to bed a little bit earlier, which means I need to turn off this TV. Right. So yesterday was my first day of really allowing myself to like do the things that felt good. And then this morning I woke up and I realized that I had this sense of like pressure to do everything perfectly. Like if I'm going to feel my best, I need to drink 10 glasses of water and I need to run three miles. And also I should wake up at 5 a.m. because then I have time to do my prayers and meditation before I start working at six um, so that I also have time to go grocery shopping and clean the kitchen. And that way I feel really put together and my neighbors who are coming over for dinner tonight are going to really think highly of me. And I'm going to think really great because I'm going to feel really good because they see me a certain way. I have no idea. You guys, this is what my brain does, right? I felt this pressure to do everything perfectly. And I was already behind because I didn't wake up at the time I said I would. And a part of me just wanted to throw in the towel and say, nope, like obviously this whole like prioritizing feeling good is not going to work out for me because I can't do it. I can't keep my promises. And do you know what I did? I took out my journal and I journaled all of the doubts that I have about why this isn't going to work and kind of like all of the ways that I avoid feeling good. I avoid all of the ways that I want to feel good by judging myself through like people pleasing behavior, perfectionism. And I wrote it all down. And I just decided that those things weren't going to be a problem today. <laughs> They're just not going to be a problem. And so I went and I just centered myself. I decided that I want to spend my mornings connecting to myself. And so I prioritized that which means that I missed some things this morning that I wanted to do. I wasn't able to complete my whole schedule, but what I could do was show up for the things that I decided I wanted to prioritize. And this morning, that thing was time with myself and being quiet, time in prayer and meditation. And so I did that. And something that really came up for me that was really eye-opening was this message of surrender, surrender, surrender. I was listening to a Gabby Bernstein meditation and, and she taught, I was like, it's her five minute morning meditation. And she talks about surrendering. And I just started bawling, just crying because I realized how hard I had been grasping onto all of these things that I'm trying to create for myself and for others and how I wasn't 
just letting it be and allowing it to be available to just attract what's meant for it, right? I had just this eye-opening experience of like, I need to let go. I need to let go of this agenda and I need to just stand in my love and my light and know that what is meant for me is going to find me, will not miss me. And my day from there just felt like very synchronistic. Like this is where I'm supposed to be. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. I ended up catching this amazing call and having, getting coached by um, this amazing program that I don't get to get coached by very often. And I realized that had I been (laughs) controlling my agenda, like I thought I should be earlier in the day, I would have missed this opportunity uh, to be coached because something else was on my agenda at that point. I was going to be gone doing something else if I had gone to plan. So I allowed myself to like choose to see that everything is actually happening for me. And that when I let go of my agenda, things go better for me than I thought they would. And I just followed that. Like I just would do what felt good. I turned on my fireplace. I decided I wanted to eat a really nutritious brunch at this point. I'm not much of a wake up and eat right away breakfast eater. I like to eat late morning. And I was like, Ooh, what's going to make my body feel its best. And I created this delicious breakfast that I just enjoyed every bite of felt so satisfied. And then I realized this kind of goes into, um, more about stuff like with the dishes and cleaning I I don't know what's going on in Portland. I have never experienced this, but they're kind of like little flies. They're like fruit flies, but not fruit flies. And they're everywhere. I see them in restaurants all the time. Um, They've been in my kitchen. And it's like I've been trying to kill them and swat them. Like I've been doing like very surfacey attempts to take care of these flies. Like ah, they're swarming in my flowers. I'll just throw my flowers away. Oh, I'll just clean out, you know, I'll rinse out the sink. I'll make sure all my food's thrown away, whatever. But these flies just kept coming back and I keep trying to swat them and here they still are. And so finally today I was like, you know what would feel really good is if I deep cleaned my kitchen. There's this spot. I don't know if you guys can imagine, but underneath, (laughs) underneath my sink, my cabinet, I have pullouts for the trash and for the recycling. And I've been noticing over time, how much gunk is just building up underneath my sink around these trash cans. And I'm thinking to myself, no wonder I have these dumb flies. Like I need to deep clean my trash cans. And so I was working on that this morning and I just thought this is going to feel so good to open up under my sink and just see clean Like everything's organized, everything's wiped down. There are no crumbs, no little pieces of trash. It just feels good. And so I did that and I was like kind of chuckling at myself at how I had been like swatting at these flies. Like how often do we do that? We're like swatting at like what we think the issue is when really like we need to do like a deep clean of like our energy and the way that we're approaching the world. Because swatting at flies is not going to keep them away. But deep cleaning your trash cans and your cabinets and your counters and making sure that (laughs) 
all of your food is packed up well, right? Like that is the type of energy cleansing that we need to do in order to like get rid of these annoying, troublesome little beliefs that fly around our head and keep us, you know, in harm's way or not really in harm's way, but like annoyed, right? So yeah, I'm on day two of prioritizing feeling good. And it's actually quite uncomfortable. (laughs) It's quite uncomfortable because my brain keeps saying like, well, but you should be doing. What could you be doing? What book could you be reading about how to grow your business? or whatever, right? Like I just become so obsessed with my business. People will ask me, how are you? And I'm like, my business is doing great. Thanks. (laughs) I signed two clients. I'm doing great. Thanks. Like I've become so enmeshed that I'm forgetting to just be. And it is becoming very apparent how uncomfortable it is for me to just allow For me to know that I have put in so much groundwork, that everything that I've created is still working for me, that I don't need to have a pulse on everything all the time. And it it makes me chuckle because it's what I teach my clients all the time. Like over-functioning in relationship and at work are not actually going to produce the results that you want. They're not. Like, that's how we get resentment. That's how we start to feel frustrated and disappointed. And a lot of times our feelings have a place and there's information and those feelings are meant to be felt and experienced. But how are we blocking our own ability to attract and to enjoy the things that are meant for us because we are so busy swatting away at flies instead of doing the deep cleaning to make ourselves available to receive it. And so this is just an invitation to all of us to have more fun, to allow ourselves to feel good. And it's bringing me back to the post I just put on social media over the weekend. Um, it's titled never been kissed. If you follow me on Facebook or Instagram, um, my Instagram account is at Cassie Zeeb coaching. And I did a three series post on never been kissed. And I tell the story about how for the majority of my adolescent life, I was obsessed like boy, crazy, I watched all of the romance movies and I had this big grandiose idea of what it meant to be loved and to have someone who would kiss you and that you would be with and you're dating and blah, blah, blah. Like I had this big grandiose idea of what that was and that I would feel different when it happened. And I put so much pressure on it. And I also put so much pressure on how it it would completely change me once that happened. And because I held all that pressure and deep, honestly, deep-seated fear from the shame of what it really meant, like I thought that it would make me less innocent. I thought it would make me um, 
less pleasing because, you know, like my purity would be stripped from me. Like I had these really crazy beliefs about it. And once I finally had my first kiss at the age of 19, I realized that like nothing really changed. I still felt the same. And I also realized how much I was controlling my environment to keep myself from having what I really wanted. What I really wanted was connection to someone. I wanted to feel desired by someone. I wanted to have fun. I wanted to flirt. I wanted to be present and available for that. Like I, and I still to the, to this day, like love that aspect of relationship. I think that's why I like being in relationship. I'm definitely a relationship kind of gal. I like being a partnership with someone. I like connecting with them. I like holding hands and being close and flirting and sharing, um, our lives together and being partners. Like, I feel like I was built for this, right? Of course I desire it. And for so long, I wanted it so badly, but I thought that I had to be someone different in order to have it. And that was really scary. And so I kept it at an arm's reach where, you know, outside of reach, how could I avoid? And it really just, all it did was validate like the shame and the grief that I carried. It just reinforced that the more I avoided it, the more it reinforced that I wasn't worthy. And it goes back to my first story about my friend and how, when we're acting from places of not feeling worthy, like we're going to over compensate. We're going to overproduce. We are going to distract ourselves from, from the feelings that are available to us. If we allow ourselves to be present with that shame instead of reacting to it. Right. And I just want you to know that like by allowing yourself to feel the thing to like acknowledge, like underneath my kitchen sink is a disgusting trash pit that needs to be vacuumed and wiped out and soaped. (laughs) Once I could get to the place of like recognizing that and sitting with it, I can clean it out, but you have to, you have to acknowledge it first. And instead of just closing the cabinets and keeping swatting at flies, I could give it a little deep clean. I could give it some love. And now when I open my cabinets, it's sparkly clean and organized and there are no flies, right? Like that's what it means to prioritize feeling good is that you are willing to sit with whatever the discomfort is. You're willing to acknowledge it, to say, hey, I see what's going on here. What do I need? What do I need? Oh, I need to just sit with my emotion. I need to turn on the fireplace and take out my journal and write some stuff down. I need to go for a walk. I need to drink a big glass of water. I need to make sure that I go to bed on time tonight so that tomorrow I feel better in the morning. Right? So this is my invitation for you to join me. I do this with my clients on a weekly basis, sometimes even daily. We do individual one-on-one private coaching when we really get into like with my like with probing questions and the coaching model that I use, 
we really get into like, what are the underlying thoughts, feelings, and beliefs that you're taking action from? What does that part of you need? And how can we create what you would prefer? And for my clients right now, it's women who want to feel better in their relationships, whether they are dating or married or their relationships at work. Um, I have probably half of my clients are business owners. And I find a lot of overlap between our relationship to people and our relationship with our work. So I'm helping women navigate their workplace. I'm helping women navigate their relationships at home. I'm helping them navigate their relationships with themselves. And so if you are ready to start feeling better, if you want to prioritize feeling better, I can help. I do it every day and my clients are experiencing insane shifts. They're, they're feeling a lot less reactive to situations. They're feeling more prepared. And here's the other thing that I think actually really makes a difference is that they're learning to trust themselves. And one client like asked me recently, how will I know when something is for me? How will I know? Because I still feel so, so reactive. Everything feels a little bit triggering. And I told her it's because you get to know yourself. It's because you lean into who you are, what you know are the values and beliefs that you want to carry around you into your relationships and into this world. And it's going to become really clear whether or not those things align, because when when you have a reaction to something, it's going to become easier for you to recognize where is this coming from? Is this, is this my own hurt? Is this my own wound? Or is this something that's out of alignment for me? Something that I'm not interested in? Something that isn't going to serve me? Your awareness alone is the most effective tool that you can have. So that's what we do in coaching is we develop that awareness and then we develop your toolbox of what are the things that make you feel good, that align your energy and your vibration and your beliefs and your mindset to the things that you actually want to create in the world. Because when you're in coaching, you become very aware of how your thoughts and beliefs are creating the emotions that your actions are responding to. Like we take our actions, our actions are motivated based on how we're feeling and our actions create our outcomes. So quite literally, it is our thoughts and feelings that are creating our realities. So what we do in coaching is we become really clear on what are we creating? What would we rather create? And how do I need to be willing to feel to do that. It goes hand in hand with like, I've got to feel all the junk that comes up. I've got to be able to feel all of the discomfort so that then I can upgrade it to the next emotional vibration that's going to get me to where I want to go so that I can create space to have fun and to engage. Because that's another huge part of feeling good is having fun and being playful and being present 
And so together we come up with a plan for that and we develop the skills that you need to know how to respond to your experience so that you create the outcomes that you desire. So currently there is one-on-one coaching. You can schedule a free consult with me through either my website, www.cassiezeeb.com or through my Instagram account at Coaching and my link in my bio. You can schedule a free consult for one-on-one coaching there. Um, but if you want to just stay in touch otherwise, follow me on Instagram, sign up for my email list, make sure you like and subscribe to this podcast. And as always, if you leave me a five-star review, I will call you out on the next podcast. So thank you guys for being here. I hope that you have taken a little token with you of something that you want to implement in order to create um, a happier heart for yourself and to prioritize feeling good this week. And from here on out, if you have questions, don't hesitate to DM me on, um, on Instagram. I would love to connect with you. Talk to you soon.